Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Careless Whispod, the podcast where we use more than words to show that we feel that our love for pod is real. <laughs> I'm Gary. I'm Jeremy. And uh, I don't think we gave away what song we're covering in this episode. Wow, sometimes sometimes it's a feeling, isn't it, Gary? It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's more than words. More than... It's more than words. It's more than words. By extreme. By extreme. The, 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 yes. the band extreme. Uh, welcome back to the podcast. Man, I've got a lot to say about this song. It was released on March 23rd, 1991. I, like I love this tune. I love this tune. What What is your uh, history with the song More Than Words? I know I had selected this song for the podcast. Well, yeah, just a hundred percent the video clip. I remember growing up watching the video clip. Yeah, you know, same. It's cool. It's cool, and I think I love. I mean, we'll get to the video clip later, but um, yeah, I like that it starts with the rest of the band walking off. Oh, you know what I mean? It's just the two. <laughs> it's just the two, two of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for for me though, like I've always admired singers. Uh, like mm. good singers mm. and just the harmonies in this song is what really kind of drew me in such close harmonies you know mm. it sounds really good um not blood harmonies either not blood which, harmonies which but close harmonies spoken, spoken which about we've spoken about before but um didn't uh nuno Bettencourt, the guitar player of yes. extreme he i don't know if he still does but he married Susie demarchi Oh really? I didn't, uh, and I didn't lived know. out here. He lived in he Bondi. Lived in Bondi. I, re- I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember mates who used to work at uh, Bondi JB Hi-Fi. He used to lob in there. Oh yeah, he yeah. used to drop in. And <laughs> he used to pick up his. I don't uh, know. Make sure his best of was still there or something. <laughs> I was going to say, did he just pick up extreme albums and? Gotta keep buying them. <laughs> Guilt needs a sale, though. <laughs> uh, and look, Nuno Bencourt. This is, this is, I think this is the best time to kind of come up with a nickname. I actually consulted a friend of mine when it came to the nickname mm-hmm. for Nuno Betancourt yep. for this episode. I was talking to my friend uh, Wesley. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I just used his first name. Uh, people out there might know him as Wesley Snipes. Oh, the uh, star of uh, Passenger Fifty Seven, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Demolition Man, Demolition Man, yeah, and uh, Drop Zone, it <laughs> <Et> all. Was <laughs> <laughs> he another? Uh, white men can't jump, of course. Uh, no, they can't. No, they can't. And he was in that movie as well. Ah, yep, yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, I was talking to Wes. I call him Wes, but uh, you know Wesley Snipes, big, big Wes, yeah. And I was like, oh, man, I'm. I'm covering extremes more than words on the podcast. Uh, he's a big fan. By was the way. this after he got out of prison for tax evasion? Uh, I think I went and visited him. I talked into that little phone <laughs> with the glass in between us, and we were talking on the the phone. Yeah. Uh, but I said I'm oh, covering extremes more than words, and he's like, oh, I know the song. To Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie. <laughs> he looked up. Wesley Snipes, IMDb. The Blade franchise. <laughs> of course. Why, why did I not say that first? Uh, I know him from Passenger 57, of course. And um, I was like, I'm looking for a nickname for Nuno Betancourt. <laughs> and <laughs> have, you, have you guessed the joke before I've said it? No, no. He said Betancourt. <laughs> 
always been, been on black. black. <laughs> His famous line from Passenger 57, always been black. That's all the time we have for you. <laughs> Thank uh, you. <laughs> I haven't been Gary. That wasn't my joke. My, my name's Jeremy. Betancourt? Never met the bloke. <laughs> Betancourt, always been black. <laughs> Man, that was a long road I went down to get that fucking. It was, you know what? I really appreciate bad that. joke. You know how much I like that. I, I really appreciate that. I love putting a long tail you, on the on the kites. You know. Uh, my nickname, um, Betty Davis eyes. Oh, another good one. Um, Betty baby, Bet Midler. Yes. Fair to Midland. Fair to Midland. <laughs> uh, the the other member of the band of Extreme is Gary Sharon. Gary. Gary Shimon, ah, which is uh, yeah. Michael Shimon. Jackson. Yeah, yeah. I was actually talking to Michael Jackson and he gave me that uh, nickname. I won't I won't do a big story behind it like I did with Wesley Snipes, but... Uh, Controversial. Yeah, yeah. Was it with some kind of Ouija board? Ouija board, that, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was okay. a medium. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so Gary Not Shimon. a large. Gary Shimon. No, it wasn't a large. <laughs> Gary Shimon. Gary Shimon. And Nuno Always Been Black. <laughs> were the two uh, performers on this song. They were in the band Extreme, who, who they released uh, this song with. It's off the album Extreme 2 Pornography. Pornography. By, uh, that came out in 1990. So it's funny, the, the single was released in 91, but the album came out in 1990. This is the album, right? This is this is their second album, and uh, I think they did more bef- uh, after this one as well. But uh, they were kind of like a funk metal rock kind of band. But so this album really stands out. Uh, sorry, this song really stands out on the album because all of their other stuff is. I thought that was sort of more hair metal. The definitely hair metal, but they they kind of. They were always labeled as like a funk metal because they had a bit of groove in there. Nuno's playing style. Oh, funky boys. Yeah. 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 No, that makes sense. The, the yeah. bass lines and stuff on there. Uh, actually, it's funny that you say they're a hair metal band. Martin Popoff is. Uh, Excuse I, I can't think of a nickname for him, but uh, he's a. Martin Fart. <laughs> Fartin. <laughs> Fart and pop off. He wrote a book called The Big Book of Hair Metal and he called Extreme a thinking man's hair metal album. Wow. Uh, with thoughtful lyrics and tasteful guitar work. And Nuno, old Nuno, besides more than words, I know Extreme from their song Play With Me, which was featured on the Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure soundtrack. Yes! When they're in the mall. Yeah. And, uh, and who is it? Is it Beethoven or Mozart that they have? I'm pretty sure it's Beethoven. I think it's Beethoven. Uh, is playing the keyboards yeah. and the thing, and they have uh, Play With Me by Extreme playing over the top of that. <laughs> we should have done that one. I can see, I'm looking looking over your shoulder at your notes, and I can see why you've done so well with this one, because this is literally, this... Don't look too far. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm just looking at band names like it's the wrong podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because their producer, the German guy named Michael Wagner, 
he he produced and mixed this album, but he also produced and mixed albums for Accept, Dokken, Skid Row, Ozzy Osbourne, Alice Cooper, Great White, Wasp, Motley Crue, Overkill, Megadeth, Lordy, and many more. He also mixed the Master Puppets album by Metallica. Oofty. I do feel like we're on Death Tour but Metal Oof-dee. at the moment. Where's those dreams that I've been after? <laughs> Death Tour but Metal available on all uh, platforms. Promise Only Lies. Hear, uh, podcast. And you can hear me out of my depth there as well. <laughs> uh, there were some interesting guest appearances on this album as well. On the song He-Man Woman Hater, there was Dweezil Zappa, Frank Zappa's uh, son. Oofty. And uh, Canadian rocker Pat Travers, who you might not know, he did backing vocals on the song Get the Funk Out. Uh, If you're unfamiliar with him, Canadian rock guy, guitar player, he had an album called Putting It Straight, which I quite like, but I don't really know much of his other stuff. So Pat Travers, Putting It Straight. No, there's nothing about that. No, no, there's nothing funny about that. No, (laughs) it's just straight up and down he's putting it straight so before we jump into segments i I found it really interesting and i wanted to talk about Mm. this with you because you are a musician well (laughs) reviews are in yeah it's a stretch (laughs) (laughs) i've had a turn of it uh you have Mm -hmm. you've Mm -hmm. been in a a band that got some success no Uh, not really (laughs) There was some success. With Extreme, they were very much... They regretted being the more than words guys. They're like... We've really? Done, we've done so much other stuff and now and anyone, anything anyone wants to hear from us is more than words. I think there was... They were opening for some band... I can't remember. I don't have it in my notes. But they were opening for some band or maybe they were just touring. But they refused to play that song for a couple of the shows Mm. just because they were so sick of performing it did you ever have anything like that in any of your musical projects no i no i mean i can understand i think it's 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 relative to how much money you're making from that song Mm. (laughs) you know what i mean yeah right I mean, you think there's so many bands like that, right? Like, I mean, that's one example. There was a, the other one that springs to mind only because we, we talk about hair metal is uh, mm-hmm. Cherry Pie. <laughs> I'm the Cherry Pie guy. I'm the Cherry Pie guy, you know? <laughs> I'm a Cherry Pie guy. And didn't he? He made a rather tragic end, didn't he? Yeah. Did, um, I don't think... Did he... I could shoot myself in the head for writing that song. I think he died quite young, but I don't think he killed himself. Either way, he, either way, he regretted writing Cherry Pie. He did much. very much so. Maybe we should cover that song. Yeah. Um, very I think sudden it, stop. I think um, it. I think it warrants a listen. I on. <laughs> yeah, thank you. But you think about like bands like the Rolling Stones mm. that are still playing Satisfaction and stuff like w- that. W- were there ever any times? That you've written a song and then later down the track you've gone, oh, fuck, I just don't connect with it anymore. And yeah, yeah, hundred percent, literally everything. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, I think that you know, I don't know, maybe I'm getting old and cynical. 
if someone was giving me a shitload of money just to play it and shut the fuck up, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, exactly right. You know, I don't um, know. It's, it's just hard to put myself in that mindset because I've never been paid for any of my. Neither have I. So I don't know why you're asking me. Endeavors. <laughs> yeah, but, I, uh, I, I guess I could understand someone not wanting to play it anymore. It's like I hate it and I'm not getting any money. Why am I going to bother? You know yeah. what I mean? I feel like they would have been making some money surely right because it was that song it was a big song and it charted in a lot of places you know, I'm, I'm i'm looking wistfully in the distance because I'm, I'm i'm taking your question very seriously and yes is the answer to your question but then i'm i'm now kind of going someone's giving me a shitload of money <laughs> well yeah I yeah definitely would you would just Play it. Plaster and a smile and plow through that shit one more time, you know? <laughs> hey, man, if it's getting bums on seats or no, whatever, it, you know? If it's bringing people pleasure. People like the song. No, no, just play it, mate. Yeah. It's, it's just, I guess they were just, you know, artists, very fickle kind of and uh, and uh, temperamental kind of characters. Horny. Often. Horny. Horny? Horny character. Horny characters, horny lords. Horny lords. <laughs> Horny Lords, it could be uh, the the Weird Al uh, party. But, <laughs> like, we'll come to that momentarily. We're, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. Well, I think you mentioned charts. 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 Stop, stop looking at my I'm screen. Not looking at. <laughs> not looking at. So our regular segment, Chart Me Up. I haven't mm. thought of a new name or theme song for it yet. So two, three, four. Chart, chart me, me up. Uh, if you chart me up, up more, more than words. More than words. This is more than words. Uh, okay, so for new listeners, this is our game where we, where I tell Jeremy where mm. the song charted on the weekly charts, the peak position of the song all over the world. Mm-hmm. And Jeremy has to guess where the song charted in Australia, mm-hmm. which is where we're based currently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. COVID pending. This song was number one in a lot of places. It was number right. one in New Zealand. Ah, our, interesting. Our barometer. Okay. Number one in New Zealand. Number one in Belgium. It was... <laughs> I love it. New Zealand's our barometer. Number two, Belgium. Belgium. Because, well, they took a week off from listening to progressive <laughs> jazz. <laughs> Do we have any listeners in Belgium? Please comment. Les incompetents. Yes. Canada's top singles, it was number one, but Ooh. it was number two in Canada's uh, adult contemporary charts. It ah, was there's that adult contemporary chart again. We'd do an episode about that one day. Well, yeah. We should have called the podcast Adult Contemporary. <laughs> That's what a lot of it is, really. No, no. We should have called the podcast, There Was an Adult Contemporary Chart? <laughs> <laughs> It was number one in the Netherlands Dutch Top 40 and okay. the Netherlands Singles Top 40 charts. And it was number one in the US board, Billboard Hot 100 charts. Uh, I don't know why I included this, but it came in sixth in Finland. Mm-hmm. I, I just liked that. Finland, little... Finland, Finland. And I knew you'd sing that song. Thank you. Its lowest peak was number 13 in Austria. Ooh. Where did it chart in Australia? New Zealand was one. New Zealand was one. Australia was one, straight up. You know what? It's a rare occasion where I can say this, but you got it right. It was Oof number dee. one. 
I feel like New Zealand, our litmus test. Yeah. We were there. That was shut me up. Look, in our last episode, we revisited our sub-segment of Chart Me Up, Zimbabwe of the Highway. Do we have the 1991 charts for Zimbabwe of the Highway? We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't have it. We don't know. We don't have it. The website I was touting last episode only goes to the 1980s, which usually for us would probably be okay. But in this instance... We're going too modern. (laughs) Going too tech. Too modern with 1991. <laughs> so that was Chart Me that Up. That was Chart Me Up. And Zimbabwe or the Highway? Not really Zimbabwe. It was just the highway. It was just, it was the actual it was highway. The highway. Yeah, sorry. So this episode, the highway. Yeah. Mark it in your, in the, on the Careless Whispod wiki. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, one of the big, uh, well, I mean, this is 1990, mm-hmm. right? Yes. This is pre-grunge. Yes, just. Just, but this is also primo MTVO, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. They were were quite big on MTV. A lot of the other singles on this album, a couple of the other singles on this album did quite well on MTV as well. I think Get the Funk Out was one of them. Uh, I can't remember what else. Maybe Wholehearted or something like that. Because the last episode was Sotera at 1986. You mean Ed Cetera? Ed. Yep. Eddie Baby. Eddie Baby, yep. Um, that was 86. Mm-hmm. And that was... I mean, we've spoken about MTV at length, so I, I should know this. Yeah, but anyway. The, the, the Dire Straits episode we did. <laughs> yeah, at, at length. But anyway, 1990 is primo MTVO. Yeah. So I think a lot of the success of this uh, the song was the video too, right? That's right. And I alluded to it at the start of the episode. I kind of like... The little touch of the bass that starts with the bass player turning off his amp mm. and putting down his bass and walking off. Sure, sure. We talked about the music video early and just jump into that segment. Let's just do it. Why not? It's segment time. It's segment it's time. Segment time. We're, we're just in segment oh. heaven. Break yourself off a little segment. <laughs> segment time. Music video. Mm. I've actually got some info on here. Some that you might find quite interesting uh, it was directed by a, a directing team called jonathan dayton and valerie farris and they were behind movies such as little miss sunshine oh, and a couple others uh the netflix show living with yourself starring paul rudd mm-hmm. and they even directed some sketches for mr show with bob and you're David. you're kidding me that's right yeah. wow a uh, a favorite here at uh Whisper. love mr show i think it was somewhere in season three of mr show yeah but... right so it's insane that guy's, guy's tame I wonder if they had anything to do with that. But they also made a bunch of music videos for Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, one of your favorites, Corn's Freak on a Leash. Oh, you ripper. Yeah. Uh, they did for R.E.M., Weezer, Janet Jackson, Ramones, Red Hot Chili Peppers, The Offspring, Porno for Pyros, Beastie Boys, Paula Abdul, and many more. A dab hand. Both. And um, it's pretty iconic, this video. Yeah, 100%. And I mean, it's sort of been parodied multiple times. Yeah, uh, I, it makes me think of the Jack Black and yeah, um, yeah. Jimmy Fallon parody of it. That was quite good. And Which is interesting because 
we talk about another parody artist often here on the podcast. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll get, get to, to that. that. We'll get to that. <laughs> well, why don't we just jump straight to it? I mean, I well, because th- I, I mean, the like video is pretty basic, right? Yeah, like, it's, it's just kind of the performing. I think I like the video because it's the anti-hair metal video. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I like that it's it starts with all the instrumentalists taking off. You know, the bass player takes off his bass and switches off his amp. And then later in the video, you see who they're I like assume reading is, a paper they're all just shit. sitting there reading yeah, the paper, which yeah. I like, you know what I mean? But yeah, there's not much else to it. So there's not really much to talk about, much like the glory of love. So let's, <laughs> we, we touched on him. So let's give him, uh, him the full service. Yeah. Uh, Weird Al. In our segment, did Weird Al do it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, look, for the first time, I think, since we've launched this segment, I can say... Definitively. Kind, kind of. Weird Al has parodied this song. Really? He parodied the video yeah. for one of his original songs called You Don't Love Me Anymore. Uh, from his album Off the Deep End with his uh, excellent track Smells Like Nirvana. <laughs> well, I'm mumbling and I'm screaming and I don't know what I'm singing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this song, he it was one of his originals. He really he wanted to release something that wasn't a parody. And so I think the label said, we'll release it for you, but you've got to do a parody video. <laughs> and so this song... A lot of people often thought that this song was a parody of More Than Words, so he did the More Than Words, because it's like a ballad yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so he did a parody of the More Than Words video, video which uh, we'll uh, link to in the description wow. of this episode. Wow. So look, even though Weird Al did it, let's just fucking do our... Because he only parodied the video, he didn't parody the actual song. song. Let's give our suggestions for parodies of more than words that Weird Al could have done. You know, not a lot of people know this. In an alternate timeline. Well, you know, not a lot of people know this. Like, Weird Al, you wouldn't think it to look at him. But Weird Al was actually, uh, like, a huge gym junkie. Loves oh, to go to the gym, right? Yeah, yeah. So not a lot of people know this, like, because he, he kind of doesn't strike you as a kind of guy that would enjoy going to the gym. But actually, um, he was at the forefront of this sort of new wave of uh, like uh, protein powder. Right. Um, I think you stole one of mine. Like, go on. So <laughs> was it whey by any chance? It's more than curds. <laughs> My one was. As a vegetarian that was sick of eating tofu, yeah, more than curves. Hey, uh, you know what? I liked my lead up more. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think yours was bad. <laughs> but that made me think of another parody that he could have done. Mm-hmm. So Weird Al at the at the gym, he could have had a TV show called Accordion to Gym. <laughs> <laughs> I love how this is now According, stopped becoming about the song. <laughs> but look, I had I had a couple of others. Uh, I had uh, more hors d'oeuvres as well. <laughs> Sticking to Weird Al's food theme, more hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. There's also, there's a song that Weird Al did called Bob, which was all uh, palindromes. Oh, okay. So I was thinking 
he could do something similar that could compound words. Okay, yeah, okay. But th- I think I got compound words mixed up with contractions. Oh dear. So I, I wrote, I even wrote vers- verses with con- contracted words in it, but thinking they were compound words. So look, let's just drop that one. I want to, I'll have a look at this later. <laughs> I want to see this because I'm amazed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I had one more. Yeah. Uh, it was just called, uh, buy our merch. Oh no, that's a commercial for our merch. <laughs> you can get at Redbubble. You just search Kellis Whispod. Buy our merch is all you have to do to make it real. <laughs> uh, so that was, would, uh, did Weird Al do it? Which he kind of did. But not really. Did. So we've had fun. And he should have done more than curds. Really. <laughs> we both keep up with Well, it fits thing. with the... It fits. It's, yeah. And uh, if he wants to do the, the TV show Accordion to Jim, then that would be great. Man, I'm in on that, man. Accordion to Jim. Was that with Jim Belushi? Yes, that's right. Oh, man. That the, the lesser Belushi. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. The minor Belushi. The, <laughs> Uh, beta yeah. <laughs> version before Blue 2.0 came in. <laughs> uh, look, let's keep it rolling with the yeah. segments. What does it mean now? Let's hit the theme song for that. Ooh, just mouth trumpet. Just mouth trumpet. I got just your mouth trumpet right here. All hits. Nice. No misses. <laughs> what does it mean now? Where we talk about the meaning behind some of the lyrics. This is another one like uh, Ed Cetera's The Glory of Love, where I kind of feel like it's pretty straightforward. But I wanted to ask you, Jeremy, what would you do that is more than words to show someone like a family member, mm. a certificate, other, or mm. I don't know. A, a, Partner or a loved one. Yeah, or, I don't know, podcast co-host. Oh, okay. Uh, that, uh, to, what would you do that's more than words to show them that you love them? I would let... You know what I would do? I would let... Knowing how much they loved putting in most of the effort into the podcast, Yeah, I would let them do that. Wow. <laughs> to give you an example... Uh, most of the research and editing. Yeah. Like, I could do it, but I know they love it, so I won't do it. Wow, this went a different direction <laughs> than I thought it would. <laughs> Sorry, I just got to put my pants back on. <laughs> Didn't know it could go inward. Uh, uh, what dude. about yourself, Gary? Well, what would you do? Shit, oh, I should have thought of that when I wrote the question, shouldn't I? What would I do? I'd let I'd let them get away with uh, not doing any of the research, <laughs> and uh, just the color commentary. You know, I just say, yeah. you know what, that's what you do. Bloody well, go ahead and do it, Jeremy. Yeah, that's what I'd say. <laughs> oh dear. Um, <laughs> wow, this is getting too meta for my liking. Yes. So let's let's move on to the next segment. Right. Uh, your segment that you came up with yourself. Oh, come and come and see. Come and see. Come and see. Now, some of the best parts of researching songs uh, for those at home comes from the comment section of uh, websites we look at about the songs, namely uh, Genius or Song Facts or yeah, something like that's, that. Now, I'll tell you this much. Compared to uh, last uh, last episode, Ed, Ed's, uh, Ed Sarah, yeah. 
this is pretty spicy. Like there is a bit of a flame war going uh, going at it in the in the, in the comment section mm. of the song facts. Well, yeah. spice us up. Give it. Give us some of your. Give us some of your hits and some of your misses. So I think basically, mm. what's going on is is people are sort of debating whether the the song is about a sex or not. Right. Well, yeah, that, you know that makes sense. It's something that's more than words. But Ross from Brunswick comes in, <laughs> yep. and says, "I hate to mess up everyone's perception of this song." But Nuno wrote the song, wrote the music while on the toilet. Well, on the I read toilet. it in a Guitar World interview back when I was in high school. Was it? Apparently, Washburn sent him the acoustic before they were sponsoring him at the time. He had to use the bathroom, but really wanted to try out the new guitar, so he took it with him. Wow! There you go. Uh, that could be part of our sub segment of Did Weird Al do it? Which is, did Kevin Bloody Wilson do it? <laughs> and it could be called More Than Turds. But then according to... <laughs> <laughs> How did we not think of that before? How are we only thinking of this I now? had thought of that when I was doing my research, but I didn't have a way to crowbar it. I'm but disappointed he was on the myself. Toilet. I'm disappointed myself. But then according to Genius, we got... Uh, oh, according to with, Jim. Yeah. According to Jim. <laughs> it began with uh, Betancourt strumming an acoustic guitar one day in... Uh, Chironi's Jabroni's porch in Malden WA. Oh, uh, Sharon. That's uh, how my, I... my Chironi. <laughs> Jamon, yeah. Jamon, yeah, yeah. Jamon. Then, so we keep going to. Bob Franklin. Let's just call him Bob Franklin. But then Jeff from Boston yeah. refutes. He says. The, the band or the city? Oh, uh, sorry, the city. Yeah, right. Like most extreme songs, mm-hmm. this song is intended to have both a Christian and a secular interpretation holy shit in the christian interpretation the song is sung by jesus asking his followers not to simply say that they believe in him but to show it through their deeds more than words thus the line if i took those words away is not just a figure of speech coming from someone with the power to actually do it Mm. Didn't like to, Jabroni didn't like to talk about the Christian meanings of their songs in interviews because he didn't want Extreme to be marginalised as a Christian band. So that could still be about sex. Well, Maybe. Diego from Vancouver says... Be fruitful and multiply, right? Am I the only person that realises this song is about a guy wanting sex from his girl? <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Jesus. Uh, and then Jamie from Gardnerville says, this is my number one I did not. Maybe edit that one out, but it's, <laughs> but it's, but it's a comment. It's there. I'll, I'll bleep it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can look yeah. it up on, on Song Facts if, if you want it. It's there. Wow, so, I did not expect that. That's, uh... That's comment. And then, you know what? <laughs> That's a great comment. This is the final one I'll read from David Wolf 2016. This was from five years ago. And again, this could have just been the episode. Mm. David says, I like this song. Mm. This mm. is deep. Deep. I mean, that's pretty much what this episode has been so far. It's pretty much a podcast. I like this song. I like this song. That's why we should call it Careless Whispod. No one likes puns. I like this song. I like this song. 
That was Come and See, Come and Saw. Come and See, Come and Saw. I'm growing to really like the segment personally. <laughs> so am I. And look, I don't think there's much else to talk about except the money, money, money shots. Must be what? This, must yeah, be yeah. funny shots. Yeah. Gary, what are you got? In got? a rich man's world. <laughs> oh, All man. the things I could do if I had a little money shot. Ah, fuck, it's so hard with this song because the whole thing is great. The harmonies, the, mm. the vocal harmonies are well up there. That's pretty fucking easy. That's a bit of a cop out. And look, money shots don't come easy. Uh, so I gotta dive a bit deeper. You gotta work to get them. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know. So I'm gonna say in the video mm-hmm. they cut it off with a bit of harmony and mm-hmm. they kind of just cut it off on some of the vocals. But in the full version of the song, you get this you know Betancourt uh, guitar solo. On the acoustic, yeah, yep, and then and then you get some vocals uh-huh. and it and it stops. And I'm gonna say that's my money shot for this song. I think mine is, it, I dig that 100. And I mean the the harmonies are just so haunting throughout. Yes, inspiring throughout. Show me how you feel. That line. It would be to show me how you feel. Yeah, more than words. Uh, That's my money shot. Short, wow. like a lot of my money shots. Short, unexpected, um, premature. And I like that. We often do that where it's kind of like something to do with the beat or how they phrase. Yeah, it. how they phrase something. That little, that little oh, hook. That's a good one. Can that I? little hook. Can I use that as my money shot? You can. All we right. can have the same money shot. Yeah, it's kind of sexy. Mix them way. together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so look, I don't think there's much else to say about extreme. It's just a great. It's just. It's just a good. I like this song. I like this song. Thanks, David. From if you haven't heard it, listen to it. Why did you listen to this first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But secondly, go go away and listen to it, and we'll wait. I like this song. We haven't done that in a while. I like this song. Oh yeah, no, we didn't do that the last couple of songs. <laughs> go but go go away and listen to it now, and we'll wait. We'll wait <laughs> after the episode. Yeah. They left it pretty late, didn't they? Yeah, wow, seriously? What, are they going to rewind? I don't know. Who are the people that listen to this fucking podcast? <laughs> well, Americans, apparently. Oh, enough say- oh well, you're hey, back. Yo, hey, hey, you're back. Welcome back, America. Good, good morning, Good America. morning, America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so what are we doing next time? So, look... On the Don Henley Boys of Summer episode, we we dropped that. We're just going to do songs that we want to do. Yeah, all hits. Yep. and All bangers. They're going to be songs from our past that we connected with, whether we heard them in the car, mm. with a, on road trips with our parents. or Just songs we both, we both really vibe on, we both really like. Yeah, that are kind of outside our usual sphere of things and metal and jazz and all that kind of other stuff that we listen to. Mm. So you went first. That's kind of weird. Time. Like, jokes on you, like... All of the stuff we talk about, like I listen to, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Anyway, all right. I, I went first last time, did I? Yeah, so oh, okay, let, okay. Let, let's keep it in that um, oh, order. Oh, okay. We were chatting earlier about, like, the, we've got a big list, like, yeah, and there's a, got lot, a lot of, of songs. There's a lot of bangers, so if you're not having fun now, um, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you, yeah. Wrong podcast. 
Oh man, this, this, I'm just, there's so much I can say. We'll talk about it in the next episode. I have chosen Semi-Charmed Life by Third Eye Blind. Wow. Because um, originally you wanted something else. Wow, to get me through it, you know? Yeah, sure. To get me sure. through this. The, the Semi-Charmed kind of podcast, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Excellent. Oh, I guess I was going to ask oh, you. I've got to go, Gary. Goodbye! <laughs> <laughs> oh, save it. Save, save it. it. Oh, yeah. Using up all our best lines. I was going to ask you, like, your connection with that song and stuff, but let's save it let's for that. Well, I, I, I think it was nice. You know what really opened the door, I think, to this kind of stuff was, mm. uh, I believe... Because it was three doors down, right? That The door that you... That opened. <laughs> oh, three doors down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, as I was sitting on a flagpole, um, sure. <laughs> no, but it was, uh, I believe Anger, it was but... Rob Thomas, um, ah, who we've spoken about in um, our smooth he, episode. He had a popular, I'd rather be listening to smooth by Santana, the, the number one Grammy award. <laughs> oh, I can't remember it. <laughs> listen to that episode. Anyway, listen to that episode. Times. But man, there was just so much of that era. I would talk about that with my friends all the time. Just mm. that. 90 well, not 90s like that late 90s early 2000s right when you still heard guitars in the charts well i feel like songs like more than words and to be with you by mr big and stuff were leading up to 100 percent. Kind of yeah, yeah, yeah renaissance yeah. of those kind of well i mean I, I suppose rock kind of songs well 100 i mean that was uh more than words was 1990 obviously this was i guess just before nirvana uh-huh. like just before nirvana got big big mm, big mm, mm. and then the seattle thing happened and then you know, record companies got interested in guitars again, right? You know what I mean? Which this kind of took us through to the late... And I mean, you think about now, pop music now, and we, as, as you said, we often get asked to do sort of modern pop music. And we've got a few ideas there. Stay tuned. Yeah, yeah, Stay yeah. tuned. We've got a few ideas there. Mm. But I mean, yeah, just hearing, just remembering hearing guitars in the pop charts is yeah. not something that happens anymore. Yeah. That, that makes it hard for me to do anything too modern, to speak to, you know, people saying we should do more modern stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I just don't it's have the some, same connection with yeah, it. Yeah, the connection The whole with point it, yeah. of the podcast is stuff that we grew up with and that we can speak about and nostalgia and 100%. us being grumpy old men. 100%. Yeah, all yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. So look, we, we might do some modern stuff coming up, but uh, until then, you, we've got 80s, 70s, 80s and, There's and so 90s. much stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. 60s, 70s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. Yeah. 90s. Yeah, so much to dig into. But what uh, what do you got? So you've got Third Eye Blind, Semi Charm yeah, Live. Line. That'll be interesting. My selection is one... My selection. It's not the knack, oh, sorry. Shame. <laughs> but it's another one from the car. I think I had it on single or, or CD single at the time. It's... Uh, but it'd be... Sorry, sorry, I misspoke. But it'd be... But, 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 but... Uh, sorry. Man, I, you seem to... Have you got some kind of stutter going on? Uh, Are you okay? I've come down with a case of the scat, I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Scatman John with Scatman. I've seen that video. Uh, Scatman John. Scatman John with Scatman. Man. 
I can't wait for that. That one was one from the car from me as well. Yeah. I remember that uh, on single. Yeah, yeah looking I had forward the single. To it. And I mean, he had a really interesting story too. Yeah, so. a really interesting story behind that song. So I thought, you know, let's talk about it in that episode. So you're going to have to come back, I'm sorry, and, and hear us talk about Scatman and, and Third Eye Blind. <laughs> There's no joke in there. Uh, <laughs> you have to come back in and hear us talk about scat. Yeah. We've been throwing it against the wall for years now. <laughs> it's about time we got into the podcast. Well, well, what about more glowing reviews? <laughs> it was just a single word. Scat. Was scat. <laughs> anyway, that was more than words. And I feel like in a lot of ways it was more than words. <laughs> but the song more than words. It wasn't a lot of substance. <laughs> I've been Gary. I'm Jeremy. And uh, good to chat again. Yeah, it's good to see you. You're looking well. Um, oh, sorry, I've got something else on. I've got to go. But uh, let's catch up. Mm-hmm.